Looking for advice on how to stay sane while you parent your children? Or some great laughs and heartfelt stories about how God works in the family? Focus on the Family invites you to join listeners from across the country as they tune into the daily broadcast with Jim Daly and John Fuller. Get the free app for your Apple, Android, or Windows mobile device and receive inspirational, godly encouragement when you need it most. Get the free app today at focusonthefamily.ca slash mobile or visit your Apple, Google, or Windows app store. This is Focus on the Family with your host, Focus President and author Jim Daly. I'm John Fuller, and Jim, we don't always do this, but uh, we wanted to get out of the studio, and so we did a little snack run, and (laughs) along the way, you did something kind of spontaneous. Well, it was fun. Let's let the clip speak for itself. We got the fruit cup and the shake, but we want to pay for the people behind us. You'd like to? Yeah. Oh, perfect. $5.60 for your order. Thanks, sir. Behind you? He'll appreciate that. 710, I'm sure he will. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. He's got a big smile on his face. Oh, good. You know, when you're going through a drive through and you pay it forward, so to speak, and you take care of the guy behind you, uh, what a great thing to look and see the smile in their face and maybe a wave thanking you for what you've done. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It really is, and I think I don't do that enough, but I'm not sure my budget can stand doing it as <laughs> yeah, much as I'd like to. It's a little hard on the grocery budget yeah, you or the eating it, out maybe. budget, whatever it might be. But it's fun to do, especially for servicemen or women. And, uh, you know, being in that line, paying it forward for somebody is just a great recognition of God's kindness, I think. Well, we have a a whole program devoted to uh, being kind and uh, thankful. Uh, We had folks call in on a special phone line for a couple of days and share their stories. And um, uh, these are stories of how they received some kindness, some generosity from someone else and what that did for them. Our hope for this program is that you'll be inspired to take a moment, look around, and ask yourself, how can I do that kind of thing for somebody else? And so let's go ahead and get into the calls. Here now is Liz from Virginia. Hi, my name is Liz, and I was a single mom of three for about 10 years. And while I was a single mom, I had a day where I just knew that I was at the end of everything. I didn't have enough food in the house to feed my children. I had a great job, but I didn't even have enough gas to get to work and come home that day. And I stood over my kitchen sink and just prayed, Lord God, please, I need help. And he asked me if I trusted him. And I said, yes, I do, Lord. He said, no, do you trust me? And I said, yes, Father, I trust you. And he said, no, do you really trust me? And I said, yes, Lord. And he said, my children have never been forsaken or seen begging for bread. Pray for your miracle before you leave this house today, and I will provide. And when I got to work, one of my co-workers, who was not supposed to be there that day, came up to me and said, Liz, the Lord just really put you on my heart. Can you come with me to my car? And this was a co-worker that had just started working there. She'd only been there a week, and her name is Cassie Greer. And I went up with her to her car, and she gave me $325 and told me that the Lord had told her to give that to me. I just want to encourage anyone and let them know that God will always provide for you. I received a very special gift uh, January 20th of 2013. I had been praying to the Lord because I had a need. And I didn't share that need with anyone except for the Lord. 
Around the same time, I had a dream, and I asked the Lord to show me what that dream meant. In the dream, I could see a man extending his hand to me, and I knew that the man was Hispanic. Uh, The following day on my way to church, I had a vision where I saw the man give me a check, or I saw a check in a certain amount of money. I go to a church where there are probably about 4,000 people in my service alone. As I was leaving the church, a lady who was Hispanic came up to me and said that her husband said that God said to give me this check. The check was not for the amount that the Lord had shown me. It was for 10 times that amount. I'm having an extremely tough time right now, and every time I think of that, it just gives me a boost. Um, just to know that the Lord did that for me, that he was concerned with my smallest need. It meant so very much to me, and I thank them for being obedient to God. I was married for 20 years. I was going through a divorce. I'm a member of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, and I'm uh, a part of the Usher Ministry. At the time that I was going through a divorce, there were so many instances that people stepped in and gave me acts of kindness. The first act of kindness I got was from Alonzo and Candace Ramirez, who let me stay in their motor home until I located a home and um, closed on it. The second act of kindness I got was several of the men from my usher ministry moved to be absolutely free. The third act of kindness I got was when I moved into my new place, it had a very large yard, one of the members of the usher ministry, Ben Jesse, gave me, and I did say gave me, a riding lawnmower. There were people who called me regularly to just make sure I was able to walk through this alone. And what I thought was going to be a horrible situation turned out to be the Word of God coming to life on how we love each other the way God loves us. I was a single mom of three. I was going back to school, studying to be a teacher. I was making breakfast in the morning, and I remember feeling so sad because I made pancakes, and there weren't, wasn't any syrup for my children's pancakes. And I felt really, really sad that morning. And later in the day, I remembered praying and just you know, kind of lamenting to God my situation. And um, later in the afternoon, we found a a bag of groceries on the porch. And uh, we brought the groceries in, and the kids were so excited. And we were pulling things out, and and the very bottom of the sack was a bottle of syrup. And it just, it still makes me cry. And it's been over 20 years ago. But I always remember that story of God's faithfulness, and he knows our heart. My husband was deployed for 18 months. And I had my two sons with me who were five and seven years old. And it was after a basketball game on the Army base. And so they were wearing their uniforms that said the Army base's name. And we had gone out to lunch, and we were waiting to be seated. I told my boys how proud their daddy would be when he got home to see how much they had learned and how they had grown. And I assumed that this comment was overheard uh, because when time came to pay the bill, the server told us that it... (laughs) I, I still get emotional about it. It had been taken care of by another patron. So um, when your request came in for these stories, you specifically said someone who stepped in and met a need. And of course, 
for us, the need wasn't the price of lunch at all. The need that had been met was that we were remembered. Care was shown for our family. Um, I don't know what motivated the person. Maybe it was my husband's service, or maybe it was that we were there without him and sort of holding down the fort and um, assuming that they realized we were away from family since we're military. So for them, it was the price of lunch. For me, it was a priceless and extravagant gift that someone acted on their concern for our family, and I'll always be grateful for it. And that was Lori from Virginia reflecting on what was, for someone else, the price of a lunch, but for her, it felt like an extravagant gift. This is a special edition of Focus on the Family, and as you're out and about, maybe you can find some ways to implement some of these ideas that we're sharing today and uh, consider helping someone else out this Christmas season. And Jim, you never know what a kind act right now, right here, is going to do to lift the burden of someone else. It's so true, John. And this kind of generosity can make a tremendous impact on somebody, which is obvious because the people who are sharing these stories today haven't just remembered them for days or weeks, but for years. That says something right there. And this time of year, celebrating Thanksgiving and Christmas, what a great time to provide those moments to delight somebody else. And that's our goal for this broadcast today, to remind you to look around, be observant, and to find a need that you can meet, as Jim said. And if you'd like a tool that you could refer to, uh, to maybe move you forward in that, we've got a book by Brad Formsma called I Like Giving, and uh, it's available at focusonthefamily.ca. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. At Focus on the Family Canada, we hear from moms, dads, grandmas, and grandpas who are dealing with the difficult situations of life. Whether it's anxiety, a strained marriage, or the demands of parenting, they're looking for help. This year has been especially difficult for families, and the coming year looks to have even more uncertainty and challenges. So Focus is giving families practical help, from timely broadcasts to free trials of the Adventures in Odyssey Club to online articles and downloads to counseling consultations. But we can't provide this free help without you. Your donation today will make sure families have a trusted place to turn to for help and hope. You can provide them with relevant, practical, and biblical support that addresses the issues they're facing. Will you donate today? Right now, every gift will be matched up to $110,000. Donate today at focusonthefamily.ca or call one 800 a family. Our team at Focus on the Family Canada has handpicked a wide selection of books and resources for the children in your life. We've compiled them for you in our new gift guide for kids and teens. Inside this catalog, you'll find the newest Adventures in Odyssey albums and book series, along with our faith-building magazines, Brio, Clubhouse, and Clubhouse Junior. Share the joy of knowing Christ with your kids. Find the gift guide at shop.focusonthefamily.ca. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. Uh, these next few calls uh, home in on those who received an act of kindness around the holidays. Here's Patricia from New Mexico. Well, my husband had just been laid off, and uh, we asked our church to please pray for us as this was a difficult time financially. It was right around the holidays, right before Thanksgiving, actually. And... 
the day before Thanksgiving, we woke up and we're starting our day and opened the front door and there stood a box and in that box was a turkey and some baked potatoes to be baked and some vegetables for a Thanksgiving dinner. Never did know where that came from or uh, it was an answer to prayer and I've never forgotten that surprise because in the past when we uh, were able financially to help people, we do the same thing, just leave a loving gift for someone. So in a way, we have answered prayers in the past and this Thanksgiving dinner was a huge answer to a prayer and a big blessing for our family. My son Brian was about one years old at the time, and I wanted to bake cookies and make treats for Christmas. I didn't have a whole lot of money. I had about a 90-something dollars on my card, um, but the treats and food and everything else was um, exceeding to about 190-something dollars. So I began to put things back because I guess I was, my eyes were bigger than my wallet at the time. So as I began to put things back, I noticed someone tapped me on my shoulder that was in line with me. And she said, I see that you're trying to get treats. And in the spirit of Christmas, she said, I want to pay for your groceries. And I just began to weep because my heart's desire was to be a blessing to others by baking cookies and treats and giving them out for Christmas. But I didn't have enough money to do it all. But God met that need and sent someone in the store at that particular time when I got there to be a blessing and she paid about 90-something dollars for the remaining ingredients for the treat. So I was so blessed, and I'm still so very thankful for her doing that, even though it was a few years ago. Um, but I'm just so blessed by that. We had helped some people before in our church. We had come across uh, some money, and uh, they were in need. Uh, a couple of years later, I was without work, and it was in the uh, Christmas holiday period. We weren't sure how we were going to be able to make it because the funds were really low to almost be extinct. I was out trying to find some work. When I came home, my wife had told me that this couple we had helped before brought in groceries like you would not believe. And they were trying to teach their children uh, that were, I think at the time, six and ten, that it is better to give to receive and it's just amazing how how our Lord and Savior works in so many fine fine ways God bless you folks and focus on the family and thank you so awful much I had uh, found out that I had cancer and I had uh, two children and my wife and one baby on the way and I had to have immediate surgery a tumor under my brain and I had it in my chest and my lymph nodes starting on my bones it was Hodgkin's lymphoma and then I started chemo radiation and just so happens when I had that surgery in like November couldn't work and uh, different churches I never even knew some of them just poured in groceries um, things for the children, toys, diapers, and uh, some cash, and it just was unbelievable how much stuff we had that Christmas, and uh, so that was pretty amazing. I never experienced anything like that, the love and support, and people, the churches we didn't even know, some even came over 
to our house and surprise us with some money. And even some people from my job gave us money. So it's a pretty amazing experience as God has showed me his love and support and how powerful the church can be. And I think it was a great, great witness to other people too. I was at work and I had gotten a visit to my cubicle from a co-worker who I had recently come to know. And on one of the last conversations that I had with her, I just mentioned in passing, yeah, it's been really difficult for me to transition back working full time because we have two young boys and it's hard to have two young boys in daycare and be able to pay uh, for that bill. So I mentioned that to her. Um, it was really a short comment. It was nothing more than that. But she had stopped by my cubicle on a different day and talked with me. Um, we just had a casual conversation, and she said she had something for me. She handed it to me, and she told me she would talk to me later. It was an envelope. I did open it, and it, she actually had given me a $100 bill, and she had a note inside the envelope that said that she and her husband give each other $100 bills every Christmas, and they save it to give to a person in need for the next year. And I just thought it was so thoughtful, and I was so appreciative. I was crying. I was definitely impressed with God for what he sort of allowed her to do, um, and to know that God actually cared um, enough to put it on somebody else's heart to help me out was really heartwarming to me. Well, there's an old saying that God always works on both sides of the equation. And right there, we've heard a great example of someone who was ready. They were equipped. And uh, Jim, that $100, I'm sure, made a big difference in that woman's faith journey and her practical life every day. I'm sure it did, John. And I'm thinking how often I've heard a testimony of somebody who was praying because they were, you know, at a point of need and someone knocked on the door leaving groceries on the porch or something like that. Those testimonies demonstrate that God is actually with us. He knows our situation, Mm -hmm. that he hears your point of pain and he is responding through his people. Uh, You know, I just love that idea of setting aside a bit of money to give someone over the course of a year. That's a great way to consider sustaining someone through difficulty. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it, John, there's a wonderful change of heart when generosity comes out of your deepest desire rather than an obligation. And so often we tend to want to give out of that obligation rather than out of joy. It's a good lesson for all of us. I would agree. And joy is such a central part of the Christian life and the Christmas story and As we're in the holiday season here, let me just remind you as a listener of our podcast series. Uh, It's our Christmas Stories podcast, which has some fun, heartwarming memories of the holidays. Quite a few names you'll recognize from these broadcasts, like Asherita Choo Choo, uh, J. John, Liz Curtis Higgs, Johnny Erickson Tata, and Phil Vischer. You can also hear the Thorn Creek Bridge story and some segments from Adventures in Odyssey. All of that and more in our Christmas Stories podcast. And uh, some of our listeners tell us they've been binging this podcast series and loving every minute of it. Join them and uh, find the details at focusonthefamily.ca. Let's go ahead and hear now the final segment of calls and how some trying situations can be more bearable thanks to someone who gave. Here now is Sharon from Connecticut. I was living in Appomattox, Virginia. We had a farm at that time. 
Um, I was married to an alcoholic, and he had taken off and took all the money with him and left us absolutely desolate. We had nothing. There was no food in the house. We did have eggs from the chickens that we um, had, so we, it wasn't like we had, you know, no food, but um, there was no cereal for the kids. There was very, very little food, no toilet paper, nothing. And um, I remember sitting on my kitchen floor and just weeping before the Lord and saying, Lord, I need your help. I, I don't know what to do. And my oldest sat down with me and said, Mommy, God's going to take care of us. And so anyway, um, you know, I, it just encouraged me. It was just an encouraging word at that time that I so needed. But anyway, um, the next day, the very next morning, I was walking outside um, to get the paper or whatever, and there was a box of food out on my steps. It was a miraculous thing. Um, I don't know to this day who did it, but there was cereal in there. There was toilet paper. There was laundry detergent. Everything that we needed to get through to the end of the month when we would receive a check. And it encouraged my children to this day. They are exceedingly um, very, very generous. So if this was a person in Appomattox, Virginia, about 25 years ago, I just thank you for what you did. If this is the Lord, then Lord bless you. And thank you so much for keeping our family um, in a safe place and providing everything that you did for us. My husband had just recently got released from prison. Uh, he served nine years. He gave his life to Christ. It was a it was a hard time, but it was a good thing because he turned his life and he got focused and he's just loving Christ now. Uh, but this couple from church, um, they invited us for dinner. They knew our situation. Joseph was looking for a car, my husband. And um, they sat us down and they told us, we just want to be a blessing to you guys. And we want to give you our car as a blessing because um, there's no public transportation here and it's kind of hard to look for a job when you don't have a car. So they sat us down and they completely blessed us. Uh, their name is, is Kyle and Mary Jo, so they're, uh, they blessed us completely. My husband's job sent us to the West Coast. Our families were on the East Coast. And three months after we came here, uh, my husband decided he didn't want to be married, and he left. So I had no money. I had two children. I did not know my neighbors. I didn't have a church. And one day I saw a neighbor painting a picture in her yard, and I got the courage to go talk to her, told her my situation, and she sent me to a little church nearby in the woods. Well, I got to that church, and a lady with a brand-new baby came up to me and made my acquaintance. And as we talked, um, she said, my husband's a milkman and he needs customers. And I said, well, I can't afford a milkman. And I, I told her I had no money and we were using dry milk. Well, she was very, very nice and friendly and the ch everybody in the church was friendly. So I thought, well, I will go there all the time. So the next morning, a milk truck pulls up in my driveway and I, her husband jumps out, and I said, oh, there's a misunderstanding. I told your wife I can't afford milk. And he just says, it's all taken care of. And he pushed me aside and walked in the house, and he gave me every, one of everything he had on the truck. There was milk, there was cheese, there was eggs. 
I can't remember the other things. And I was so nervous, wondering who's going to pay for this. And he says, don't worry, it's all taken care of. Well, I found out four months later that they had four children and were very needy themselves. And it just amazed me that perfect strangers would reach out to me and do that for me. It really built my faith. I've recently been laid up from work. I'm receiving no income. I let my landlady know that I wasn't going to probably be able to make rent the next month, and I'd probably be moving out. And she said, don't worry about it. If you miss a couple of months, it's not a big deal. I never hear a landlord saying that. This was many years ago, and my husband left, and we had three teenage children. And uh, he also had incurred secret debt, which further complicated the disaster that was uh, quickly overtaking our lives. But where he was faithless, God was more faithful. And for years, uh, the finances made no sense on paper. But often I would get a call from the church secretary and she would say, you need to come by, I have an envelope for you. And there would be money from people that loved us and looked out for us. And God saw us through. There were grants and scholarships. All three children went to Christian colleges. But one thing in particular I remember that tendered me so was one time I found an envelope in my door and it had an amount of cash in it and the note on it said, this is just for you, this is not for bills, this is to buy a treat for yourself. And it was such a time in the desert um, that it was just so warming and um, meaningful to have somebody reach out like that to to realize that I was really noticed um, and had a need. Uh, I just can't express though, God is faithful. God is so faithful. Wow, uh, even when life doesn't make sense, when it's just struggle after struggle, God is faithful. There's no doubt about that. And he uses us to come alongside others at a point of need. And we've heard some really incredible calls today on Focus on the Family. Yeah, they've been great, John. And they've really shown the benefit of having a giving heart. And I hope you're inspired to seek ways to bless people during the coming days. An easy way to do this uh, at Christmas time is to come alongside families who are struggling. This year was a rough one for many people, and mm. the Christmas season is uh, more welcome than ever. And we all need the hope and peace Jesus Christ came to give us at this time. Uh, we can give families hope through your support of Focus on the Family. Uh, couples on the verge of divorce, families in crisis, struggling parents, frightened mothers considering abortion, and other needs uh, that uh, you can help meet during this holiday season. We'd like to finish the year strong and be able to plan to reach even more families in the coming year. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is with your help. God's going to do something amazing through you and focus on the Family Canada in 2021. Yeah, we're really looking forward to what that might be. And when you donate today, your support will go twice as far thanks to a limited-time matching gift opportunity. Uh, your gift today helps strengthen families, and it's going to be doubled until that match is met. So donate generously as you can today and get your copy of I Like Giving uh, at focusonthefamily.ca. Well, have a great weekend and plan to join us on Monday as we hear from Liz Curtis-Higgs. She'll be reflecting on the hope that Christmas brings to each one of us. Jesus came for you. He came for you wherever you are in your life. He came for you. 
God, all through history, prepared for this day, knowing what Jesus' coming would do for every one of us. And what he brings is hope. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller, inviting you back as we once more help you and your family thrive in Christ. Christ.